It is no coincidence that our present troubles parallel and are proportionate to the intervention and intrusion in our lives that result from unnecessary and excessive growth of government. Thanks, Richard Marlow, for having me back on again and again and again. I can't believe you guys haven't kicked me off yet. Um, so, hot topics. There was this massive shooting, and we're going to get to that, but I want to get to something really important first, something that is bothering everybody right now, and that is BLM, Black Lives Matter, not the Bureau of Land Management. They're also bad. But, folks, these, things, these guys are taking the nation by storm, and they're a bunch of criminals. They're a bunch of thug criminals, and you can call me whatever you want. You can call me racist, sexist, prejudiced, whatever. But the fact of the matter is, is these people are not good people. It, it, and the fact that they are getting the credit that they are. BLM is claiming right now that a, 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 every 28 hours a black man, woman, child, whatever, black individual is murdered by a vigilante law enforcement officer. Never mind what the person did to deserve whatever their, you know, why was the cop pursuing them in the first place? I, I don't know, but... They think that these are vigilante officers. Now, I don't know if any of you guys saw from that shooting that happened in San Bernardino, California yesterday, where the officer said, clear as day, on a video that he didn't even know he was being recorded. He said, look, I'll take a bullet long before you, you will. You can be damn sure of that. That's our law enforcement. Our law enforcement goes out every day, takes it to the max, and is willing to take a bullet for our citizens. Okay, that's our law enforcement. Sure, you get a bad egg every once in a while that takes it a little bit too far, but look... There's been a lot of killings recently in the media where a white cop shoots a black guy or a black kid or whatever, and turns out he's justified. Now there's some that go the other way. But to trump their statistics, saying 20, every 28 hours a black man is killed by a vigilante law officer, for that's BS. All right? The U.S. Bureau of Justice Statistics says that every 24 hours a black person murders another black person. You guys saw this last past holiday weekend. There was, what, 20 murders? I think it was 20, 20 murders or something in, in just in the, over the weekend in Chicago, the land of gun control, Obama's land, by the way. Um, this, is, this is not a cop problem. You know, it, it's, it's sure, it's tragic, and these communities are suffering losses, but they'd be better off by policing themselves. They need to police their own community. I mean, Jesus, we, we, they're 12.9% of the population. They might be up to... You know, just over thirteen percent now. Yet, there, our our prisons are forty percent of our prisons are black. That's not. That doesn't show any equality when it comes to statistic, statistically committing crimes. You know who who are these people? The Bureau of Justice, or you know, it, they they have statistical documentation of this. So, anyway. So the BLM, okay, they're saying that they are basically a bunch of black people, a bunch of angels, and law enforcement officers. It's funny, too, that when something goes wrong, the first person they call is a law enforcement officer. So they got these three leaders, and I can't even pronounce their names. Patrice Clores, Opal Tometi, Alicia Garza. I mean, that's fairly mainstream, but I mean, I'm having trouble pronouncing these names. I don't know if they're tribal or whatever they are, but... So one of the leaders, um, she wore this sweatshirt 
at the uh, the New York City BLM protest saying, Asada taught me. Okay, for those of you guys don't know, Asada, this refers to the, quote, BLM hero, uh, Joanne Deborah Chesimard, Chesimard, I don't even know how you say these things. Uh, in 1973, Joanne was found guilty of first-degree murder and assault and battery of a police officer. I mean, this is... This is the the real deal. This is not the person you want on the poster, you know, the poster of a, a, a movement who is saying that cops are bad people. You don't want a cop, a convicted cop killer, as your logo or your your mentor montage, whatever you want to call it. Joanne was she was wanted for escaping from prison in Clinton, New Jersey, while serving a life sentence for murder on May second in seventy three. Cheesemard or Ch- Joanne who was part of a revolutionary extremist organization known as the Black Liberation Army. Very similar. Um, She and two accomplices were stopped at a motor vehicle violation in New Jersey Turnpike by two state troopers. Now, the New Jersey State Police at the time didn't know, but uh, Joanne was wanted for her involvement in several felonies, including a bank robbery. Okay, so she's already an upstanding citizen. She's a martyr her accomplices, then opened fire on these two officers, one was wounded, and the other one was killed execution style. They executed. What are these people, ISIS? I mean, who... Be- and these people want national credit. Just wait. It gets worse. Um, so you got this person. Finally, in 1977, she was found guilty of first-degree murder, assault and battery of a police officer, assault with a dangerous weapon, assault with intent to kill, illegal possession of a weapon, armed robbery, and a partridge in a pear tree. She was sentenced to life in prison, but... Thanks to her PICs, as they may call them, 1979, she escaped from prison and she lived underground before relocating to Cuba in 84, okay? So, escaped from prison. She was also, by the way, helped freed from prison by the uh, Weather Underground and uh, the Black Panthers, or former Black Panthers personnel at the time, okay? This is not a good person that you are, you know... that you want to be associated with. This is not the person you want to put on a sweatshirt when you're advocating that cops are too violent for you. Well, duh, that's why they're violent. It's because you're hoisting up people who are cop killers. This woman is the on the FBI's most wanted terror list, okay? She's living in Cuba right now. You want, you want credit for this? Jesus, there's like a $2 million reward. I'll go find her for two million bucks. I'm in the wrong industry here. Call Dog the Bounty Hunter. Me and him will go down there and get her. Look, these are not good people. So this is the person that Alicia, one of the heads of the uh, Black Lives Matter movement, has on her sweatshirt, and she's running around, okay? She, uh, if you guys don't believe this, check out their Twitter page. Check out the Black Lives Matter Twitter page. They say, when you tweet Facebook, Instagram, etc., please use the following hashtags. Hashtag Asada taught me. And hands off Asada. I mean, really? What What the hell is going on here? And they're like, oh, no. Yeah, pigs in a blanket, fry them like bacon. This is what they chant at these things. And they want to say that they're a peaceful movement. And, and people are complaining that they're, you know, compared to the... They're just like the Tea Party for the left. No, how many people have been arrested at Tea Party events? How many? I don't know. None? You would, When Glenn Beck had his huge rally in Washington, guess what? The mall was left cleaner than when they showed up. People took the trash bags out of the trash cans in Washington, D.C. and took them home because they were too full and overflowing. Okay? That's the Tea Party movement. Okay? Stark difference. I don't think... He, 
I don't think you'll see these Black Lives Matter movement taking the trash can out of anything. Look, where these Black Lives Matter movements go, there are always arrests. Almost every single protest, there is some sort of arrest. They are leaving some of their towns, not all, some of their towns in ruins. Ruins. They're burning down towns. I mean, look what happened in Baltimore, D.C., California. I mean, these people are going off the wall. What just happened in Chicago... If anybody thinks this is a peaceful movement, you are smoking crack. Get a CAT scan. Okay? And, sure, these Asada Taught Me shirts were worn not only by, you know, uh, the, the main the main girl, Lisa, Lisa, but they were worn by a ton of these people. I mean, there's pictures on the internet. Google Black Lives Matter Asada Taught Me. If you don't believe me, just Google it. That's what I like about radio. You can't sit here and argue with me because I got the microphone. So they wore these, especially on May 2nd, 2015, when uh, there was this big harassment of the NYPD officers at their 28th and 32nd Precinct headquarters. It's been like a movement of how can we disrupt our policing force? Why are they given any credit? Are they? And you're saying, well, they're not really given that much credit. They are given that much credit. In September, one of them met with Valerie Jarrett. And then subsequent to that, like a month later, I think um, in October, they met with Hillary Clinton and that uh, that racy girl who said she identifies as black, but she's actually white and both her parents are white. I don't remember her name, but who cares? Um, they all met at the White House. Or, what, maybe it wasn't the White House. They met somewhere. They met with Hillary Clinton to seek an endorsement. You know, And Hillary wanted to be endorsed by Black Lives Matter. You're an old white hag. You're going to be endorsed by a bunch of cop killers? Go right ahead. I mean, folks, it can't get any more serious than this. This is a movement that advocates that they want their own areas. Okay? They want their own areas. They want separate dormitories on college campuses. Uh, what, what was that? Um, one of the One of these big universities. They want... They even went so far to say they want separate water fountains. Folks, we had that back in the 50s. That was called segregation. I mean, now you want it back? I mean, I don't get it. Chris Christie has gone off on these people, and he got attacked for it. Look, these people solicit murder. And when I say the bulk of their protests, not everybody in the movement, but the bulk of their protests, there are people soliciting murder of police officers under the First Amendment, which is the right to peacefully protest. That is that is no longer peaceful protest, and everybody associated with should be arrested immediately and charged. And if you don't think they're a racist movement yet, even one of their own precious Democrats, Martin O'Malley, stood up at one of his own meetings and he said, all lives matter. He was attacked. He had to retract it and apologize for saying that all lives matter. Are Aren't we all equal? Apparently not, according to Black Lives Matter. This is this is not the type of person that you want in bed with the person that is running for president of the United States. I mean, th- these are bad folks. Ladies and gentlemen, i got to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about some more stuff, I'm sure, to get your blood boiling. Don't go anywhere. Renegade Talk Radio, right here. When common sense needs some backup. Carl Higby on RenegadeTalkRadio.com. 
Stick this in your ear. The number one, the number one internet shock radio network. Shock me, shock me, shock me with that deviant behavior. It's called Right Wing for a reason. Carl Higby on Renegade Talk. Well, if you ask me where I come from, here's what I tell everyone. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, Renegade Talk Radio again, Richard Marla, still holding strong. So, I want to go into the San Bernardino case, okay? Now, now this has been a a highly trivial thing. They've come out, they said it's workplace violence. We all know that not. The president's a moron if he actually believes that, which I don't think he does. But statistically, for his his backing, it it, it makes sense for him to say that. So, We'll go into a little statistics and a little thing called history and facts, which I know the liberal left hates, because it generally disproves anything that they're trying to throw on us. So, um, let's look globally, okay? Seeing how they're all about global, considering global warming. Um, and that's, you know, President Obama recently came out and said, we need to fight ISIS by stop global Are you kidding me? These people are sawing people's heads off, burning them in cages and drowning them. You think they give a damn about global warming? No. China's got like 3 billion people pumping out, you know, all types of carbon and smoke clouds and things like that. And he's worried about global warming. I mean, Jesus, come on, let's give me a break here. You're never going to power the world by solar. Anyway, my tangent. So... Uh, my producer over here hands me like these graphs and things like that, and it's it's cool. He's Asian. I, I don't understand half the stuff, but it does. Some of the stuff does make sense. The U.S. because this is according to the U.S. government and uh, various media associated. He crammed everything in one graph for me. So start globally. What we call OCONUS as uh, out of continental United States and military folk out there. So. The radical Islamic terrorism, or people killed in the name of Islam. Let's do that. Anybody who's yelled Allah Akbar and then chopped someone's head off or bombed something. or th- And we're, by the way, we're going to exclude 9-11 from here. Just because it, it, it completely skews all this stuff beyond uh, everything. So for the sake of ease, I'm going to exclude the statistics of 9-11. Which make it even worse, by the way, but... We're going to take that out just so I can explain this a little bit better. Let's look at the out-of-continental United States deaths because of radical Islam. Okay? During Reagan, you had like 1,300 people. During um, Bush, you had the first Bush, you had 341. Okay? Clinton starts to jump up a little bit. You got the, you know, the um, a, lot, a lot of activity starting to pick up in the Middle East. 7,688. Okay? Now, Bush, he comes in, and he's somewhere in the mid-3,000s, okay? Got just over 3,000 people are killed in his first year, okay? Just his first year. Uh, Clinton had a spike like that, too, where over 4,000 were killed in one year. So he comes in at, you know, we'll say 3,500, between 3,500 and 3,000, okay? Over the course of his presidency, and keep in mind, we had the surge with the Battle of Fallujah, Okay, we had the multiple terrorist attacks. Not again. We're excluding nine eleven here, but it comes down. Okay, he had eighteen thousand seven hundred sixty two deaths, and that was on the tails of nine eleven. Okay, so but where he starts and where he finishes when he leaves office in two thousand nine, we are down to six hundred seventy seven deaths that year. Okay, progressive decline. 
despite a war, a global war on terror, okay? So as soon as Obama gets into office, boom, we're pulling out of Iraq, we're ignoring threats, we're, we're saying that we're, uh, you know, we've, we've won and everything like that. So we, won't, we didn't want to define the enemy and immediately jumps right back up, jumps up to over 2,000 deaths in his first year of presidency, okay? Bush worked his ass off to try to get it all the way down, waged a global war for a decade, and so it goes way back up, okay? Then two years later, it's up over 3,000, then 3,500, and then now, or let's say 2014, okay, he is over seven thousand global deaths. I mean, I'm looking at this graph right now, and the line goes straight up. It looks like K2. He has 20,000, okay, over 20,000 global deaths in the name of radical Islam. I mean, this is, and he's pulling people out of the war. His solution, or his said solution, whatever, I don't, and I don't know what the, his solution is, but his said solution is not working. His plan is not working. If he has one, I haven't seen one, but whatever he's doing is not working, and he's ignoring it, okay? These are deaths. Ladies and gentlemen, these are deaths. The, 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 the systematic attacks as well, the graph follows the exact same pattern, and it's even more horrific, okay? You, you have to look at this abstractly, Okay? It came down to 677 in Bush's last year, and now it's back up to over 7,000 last year. 7,000 global deaths in the name of radical Islam. You know why? It's because America, if we don't take the lead on this stuff, it does. You know, that that's the bottom line. If we don't take the lead on anything like this, the, the, the motion against it is just is this futile. And we have things here... And this is on the heels of also him not willing to admit half the stuff that goes on that is radical. I mean, you had this guy, uh, Alton Alexander Nolan, the guy who um, chopped that person's head off last year in the food food bank. You had Fort Hood. You have uh, the the shooting in um, the Navy Yard in Tennessee, Chattanooga. I mean, you got a ton of this stuff. Just going on left and right, and they're calling it workplace violence. I mean, this guy, yeah, the D.C. shooting, um, you know, the D.C. Naval Yard shooting. I mean, these things go on all the time, and they're always saying it's workplace violence. Dude, they're yelling Allah Akbar, pull your head out of your ass. This is real. This is not, (laughs) you know, workplace violence. This is people carrying out the radical Islamic caliphate, okay? Now... I'm not going to go too much into this guy, um, this Nolan guy, but, I mean, he was found recently, he was found competent to stand trial, and he knew exactly what he was doing. So, I mean, he openly admitted that he did this, too. Did it in the name of Islam. He's sitting there saying, yes, I'm doing this for Islam. The president's saying, no, you know, it was workplace violence. It wasn't really uh, nothing to do with Islam. The dude is like beating his head against his cell wall in jail saying, I am guilty of this. I am doing it for radicalism. They're refusing to admit it. ISIS chops someone's head off. They're like, well, you know, this is like a, just a global conflict. No, they're doing it because they say they're going to do it to all Americans. He, they're, they're trying to take credit for stuff. They're, you know, ISIS is screaming loud. Like, well, yeah, we're responsible for, uh, for the France attacks. The president, for the first few hours, is like, well, we're not going to jump to conclusions. Dude, they're telling you they did it. They're trying to take credit for it. Give it to them. I mean, Jesus. This goes into 
you know, you want to talk about workplace homicides. You know, the statistic in workplace homicides is the complete opposite of the global war on terror. I mean, it's been going down, actually. So, and this is people busting into their workspace with, you know, whatever type of gun they have um, and committing murder. Okay? Now, in light of all these things, the first thing the president does is, up. Gun control, gotta have it, gotta have more of it, more of it, more of it. I don't want any guns on the street. Guns are bad. He politicizes the hell out of it. But look, folks, workplace homicides in America is going down. Okay, it's going down. Even under Obama, it's going down. We had a little peak here and there, but um, you know, statistically, over the last twenty years, it's gone way down. It was up over a thousand, and now it's down to like four hundred. Okay, annually. So I, I don't understand where he gets this need for a gun. I mean, like, I want to have a gun. Personally, if I knew that the threat, if he was willing to admit the threat was radical Islam, he would he would see very clearly, like, wow, maybe we should, you know, we're, we're giving F-16s to the Muslim Brotherhood in Egypt, and we're arming the Syrian rebels that turn out to be ISIS, but he's trying to take 30-round magazines away from American citizens? How dumb is this guy? Thank God we got left, like, Europe left. Trump's going to come in there and wreck house. He said he'd bomb the shit out of ISIS. So, <laughs> let's, this San Bernardino thing is, is, is you know, it's a, it's a recent tragedy. It's horrible. It's awful. <sighs> this guy, Saeed Farouk. Now, they wouldn't release his name because they knew everybody would jump to conclusions, as I did. Because, well, you know, non-Muslim people are very rarely named things like that. So, he's 28. His accomplice was 27. Now, look, he recently went over to Saudi Arabia and married this chick and came back with her. Okay? So, it's like, was this an arranged marriage by ISIS to get a woman into the country? Was it? I don't know. I'm not going to say one way or another, but the fact of the matter is, this was, uh, this could very well have been an arranged marriage by ISIS. So, either way. Comes back to America. No red flags. Nothing. Um, nobody <laughs> Nobody said anything. And they're all dressed up in tactical gear, which I don't understand what the, the assault-style gear is what the police kept saying. Just say it's tactical gear. Look, if 511 sells it, you can just call it tactical gear. Um, this was premeditated. They had pipe bombs. They had um, semi-automatic rifles. Uh, you know, I just... I. I I wish the left would understand what an assault rifle is. You know, I think they they figured that the AR-15 stood for assault rifle. It actually stands for armor light rifle. But either way, what do I know? I'm just a crazy right winger. So they had this stuff. They're all planned out, and they carry out this attack. Okay, two of them are killed. Turns out they're devout Muslims, and you know they drop their six month old kid off at their parents' house at the child's grandparents' house. Right before they did the act, because they knew that uh, they didn't want this kid around. Thank God they killed the people, because now we don't have to spend millions of dollars trying them. I think it was a uh, 25 cent bullet. But folks, time to wake up. I mean, let's let's seriously wake up here. The 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 war from from ISIS is quickly shifting to, you know. A male and female, a gender-neutral role, if you will. 
this is this is a problem. And now we got these rebels, uh, these uh, rebels, these uh, refugees coming over from Syria. We got to think long and hard about this stuff. We we can't just sit here and you know hear no evil, see no evil. It, it's not the way it is. There are radical Islamic terrorists in America trying to do harm in America. You have to be ready for this because when seconds count, cops are minutes away. And if the president has his way, he's going to take all of our guns away. And then we'll be left with nothing. We'll be able to call the police. Well, when do police come? Police come to a tragedy after it's already a tragedy. So this stuff makes me nervous. It really does. And we need to get somebody in office who's willing to admit the actual problem. If we don't do that, we're up shit's Creek. So I think we got to uh, keep our heads up. Pay attention to what's going on around you. This is not something to be taken lightly, and it is a product of Islam. Renegade Nation, thanks for stopping by. I want to appreciate. I want to thank you very much. Uh, we're going to be back more frequently. Check me out, carlhigby.com. Follow me at carlhigby on Twitter, and you can see me on Facebook. If you have any questions, shoot them over there. I'd love to include them in the show. We'll hear from you next time. Thanks.